You already know who it is. We're your two hosts. I'm Sean, a.k.a. The Chandering. And I'm John, a.k.a. Johnny Bravo. And you're listening to Porsche I Talks. Jinx, give me a soda. I'm tired of the landlord tripping on the My partner said he got a play. Heard it work the other day. I've been home late because I've been in constant. Don't worry, hit me via text. Ain't no need to stress. Gotta make some moves. I hate to leave your home long. Welcome again to another episode of Porch Light Talks. Um, before we get underway, Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Did you actually watch that cartoon growing up? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Really? You really did? I just tried I've to do seen a like... impersonation. Johnny Bravo. Is he supposed to be doing an Elvis impression? I think I've seen like <laughs> four know. episodes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely watched the cartoon <clears throat> growing up. Excuse me. I'm not. I can't. I can't tell you uh, any scenes. But uh, there was one moment in life. I almost want to say I was at the credit union, where I kind of got the nickname Johnny Bravo because I was going to the gym. Oh, this is a legit nickname. Where, yeah, this, yeah, this was given to me for maybe twelve months out of my life. So, I brought it out old school. So yeah, they called me. They called me Johnny Bravo. I was going to the gym. I wore two way too douchey tight shirts and some cool ass sunglasses with pants. And is this my, when your shoulders doubled in size? Yes, shoulders <laughs> doubled in size, and my legs uh, did not grow as much. So definitely look more like Johnny Bravo, and or I did get the uh, nickname. Recently, uh, the Mister Incredible, the dad, you know, uh, he's just like so freaking big up top, yeah. and it's like <laughs> nothing down below. So yeah, that's 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 where that came from. What about you? You went with you've been going with some good theme names for the Halloween. Spooky yeah, just edition. another one I wrote down again. It's pretty oh, good. That's... The Chandering. I know. Have you? And this isn't one of the movies we're getting into, but have you seen the The Conjuring? Well, we saw it together in the theater. Yeah. Okay. So, but I haven't of, seen it since then. You have you? Okay. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So, it's still absolutely scariest fucking movie I've ever seen. Do we want to tell the story about the theater <clears throat> experience? Because I remember. I now have amnesia. I don't even know what my name is. What? Who am I talking? Sure. Go ahead and tell it. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we went on a Sunday afternoon with like eight of our friends. Oh, yes. Okay. And I remember being in the ticket line and you were already scared. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And you said, why the fuck aren't we going to see the Kevin Hart stand-up movie instead? (laughs) Why didn't we see that? (laughs) That's a really good question. So we get in there. The movie starts, and I think The Conjuring starts off, does it not start off with a close-up shot of that doll? The Annabelle doll? Yeah. I think so. And then you said, in a packed house, thirsty! (laughs) And everybody started laughing. And then- Oh, man. At least two more times, the theater knew how scared you were. You personally. Is that the same time that I had to go to the bathroom? Yes, so you came back. Yes. And I think the scariest part of the movie happened. You you sat on the bottom step and were watching, and the scariest part of the movie happened. And then you just turned and ran up to our seats. 
with popcorn. That's great. <laughs> I hate that movie. <laughs> and yet you've I seen really it again. Do. Yeah, I've watched it. It is I've really good. I've seen it a couple more times. It, it's gotten better. That's uh, probably the age. scariest movie I've ever seen. Oof, it's that's a rough one. Um, I don't know if I would recommend it to most people who are not in the horrors, especially with the whole Annabelle doll situation. I mean, I would say that's one of the better horror movies I've seen. Yeah, for sure. It uh, yeah. When I'm saying I won't watch it, it's not because it's not. Oh a yeah, good. yeah. It's definitely <laughs> it hits on all levels as far as a good horror flick. Um, the imagery, the spookiness of it all. Uh, kind of keeping on the same topic as far as spooky Halloweenish type movies. Uh, the two movies we're going after today and, and going to be discussing, talk about, we got John Carpenter's original Halloween from 1978. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we're going to call it the... The sequel. The new sequel? The new sequel. from Also titled Halloween from Halloween. 2018. So yeah, 40, 2018. 40 years later. So uh, two movies we're going to be coming and discussing uh, today. I really liked both of these movies. I'm just going to start out. Oh, me too. Both of them. I know we're going to jump into Halloween, the original, but both these movies rock. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I This is only the second time I've seen the original. Okay. Um, I bought it two years ago. Um, on It came out on really? 4K. Okay. And I was like, I'll buy it. Fuck it. I'll just buy it and watch it. And it was really, really good. When, when lived you, up to the hype. When you get a a movie on four K, like something from nineteen seventy eight, mm-hmm. have obviously I assume they've remastered it. Right. Is it up to par with, say, the four K movie of the Avengers? Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's uh what? done on film. Some of the older movies will actually look better than movies oh. remastered if they've been shot digitally. Okay. So I think with film, you can master it all the way up to 8K. You can scan it all the way up. So a lot of these ones on film, like Halloween, they look so much better on 4K. What? Uh, I need to... Okay, so yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't really that, I didn't get that opportunity. <laughs> I, mean, I watched it, what, at 1080p at, at the most? I mean, know, yeah, it's still good. So, yeah, still very good, but definitely Sean, Sean has a, a good setup and sound uh, rolling through his house for the for the theater, Phil. Um, but Halloween, the original, was just... I, I want to talk about the opening scene. just want to jump right into that. Yeah, let's go for it. I loved how... It gave you a, a viewpoint, and you're not understanding what's happening. You have no—I—I I don't know what's going on. If you look at it as a viewer, and oh yeah, and, coming know, in like, fresh, oh yeah, fresh. You're just, what? And it, the angle of the eyes—you uh, really get that. It's oh, it's person. like yeah, the first person behind the actual. So clown weird. Mask. And then in your head, you're telling yourself it's Mike Myers, and then yeah, you kind of figure it out. I guess halfway through, right? Because yeah. his sister calls out. Yeah, how Michael, Michael when yeah. she realizes she's uh, naked and brushing her hair. What's creepy about that is the end. The whole time in my head, I'm like, oh, teenage kid or whatever. 
Oh yeah, I guess yeah, because you only see through the first person, right? Up yeah. until the very end, and it's it's literally an this innocent, naive looking kid. Yeah, probably just, like six years old. Yeah, blank stare. When I saw, I, I saw myself and the kid, but that's just how innocent he looked, and that's what freaked me out the most is just knowing that. Yeah, evil like that is living in this kid, and that was the opening scene. I love that. I wonder if that was a shock, because you know I didn't even really think about that this time around, because I already knew it was a kid. Oh, okay. And the fact that I guess his sister is supposed to be babysitting. Yeah. So you do kind of know that it's a kid in a way, but I guess that would be a shock, like for audiences in 1978. Like, holy shit, this kid who's... I think you texted me uh, when you were watching it that the knife was huge. It's (laughs) massive. And you're like, how big is this knife? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he grabs it when Michael grabs it at first from, I don't know, the drawer or wherever he gets it. It looks like a normal knife. But my first thought is, there's no damn knife that shiny and clean in a kitchen. (laughs) I just think uh, John Carpenter was wanting to draw attention to the significance of of that type of killing um, item because it ended up being sort of the, I don't know, the thing that he used the entire rest of the series. Oh, yeah, just his weapon of choice. Yeah, his weapon of choice. So he definitely wanted to draw our attention to that. So, of course, the the knife was going to be shiny, but... At that end scene, when the camera is zooming out from Michael Myers, he's holding as a kid. He's holding the uh, the knife, and it's like half his. Fucking it really body. is like half his. Because you text me that, I'm like, all right, John, no. you're exaggerating. And then I watch, I'm like, holy shit, it really is half his. Size. Wasn't it huge? It's so big, and you saw it in 4K. Like, imagine how big it was and shiny and clean it looked on your TV. What made it even creepier is him picking up the the clown mask. Yeah. The obsession of just covering up. Is that not the same clown mask from, like, The Dark Knight? Remember the bank robber robbing scene in the beginning? Holy, yeah. It definitely looked, with the big, like, really big nose and kind of bulgy cheeks. I wonder if that's, like, a Oh, man. Oh, with The Dark Knight pulling that off. Maybe. I don't know. Definitely could be, for sure. Um, I I was uh, gonna say about the beginning too. Uh, the theme music is amazing. That sets the tone for the end. You don't even need Michael, and you hear that. Yeah, it. I if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if I'm stepping on your research. No. John Carpenter did the score for yeah Halloween in three days. He wrote he wrote it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he wrote it in three days. He wrote the entire score for the movie in three. Days. That's so crazy. It's unbelievable. He wrote the movie itself, I believe, in a month with his girlfriend. Really? And it was supposed to be titled like Babysitter Killer or something along those lines. But okay. it was it was too edgy mm. for the time. So they just went with like basic Halloween. But it's a perfect title. It is. It's it's aged so well over time versus all these other horror movies that just seem cheesy and the the killer always has to maybe say something or get their oh, yeah. way out yeah. or just prove a point. Mike Myers isn't really about 
He's only tall, about the action. He, exactly. That's exa- <laughs> God, you took it. He's not about that talk. He's only about the action. That's it. He wants nothing else uh, in life. He just wants the action from from the gate. That's it. He escapes from the psychiatric ward in the first one. Gets yeah. in. He gets in a car. He's about the action. He's he's going he's to town. Like, this is what I need to do. But so. what what pisses me <laughs> off of it is is his psychiatrist who's who's just some weirdly obsessed. Doctor Loomis. Yeah, Loomis. Okay, that dude is crazy. He's off his fucking rocker. Ah, I disagree. I think what he, he knows what's the deal. He obviously was right. He is right. But if you're he is that, a madman with that gun though. He's <laughs> good guy. He just whips he's it out. Drawing on everybody. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the sheriff saw him pull it. <laughs> what the hell? I I don't know. He he is a madman. Maybe he is a man on his a mission. He definitely knows Mike's like, traits. But when there's a point where I feel like. They're looking for Michael, uh, Dr. Loomis, and I believe the sheriff, and they go to the old house that Michael had originally killed his sister in. Yeah. And Dr. Loomis is like, I think I'm just going to stay here and wait for him. <laughs> no, you're, you know what's happening. Why are you not leading this chase? Why are you sitting back in the house waiting for him? But you- that might be a good, like, um, I guess, decoy. That okay. John Carpenter used, because mm. most movies would probably have all the kids go back to that old house where these murders happened. Yeah, true. Okay, like so something's it, wrong with the house. But instead, like it even throws off the doctor, obviously, because he thinks they'll come back there. He, yeah, he's thinking or Mike's that Michael coming will. back to the original house. And Mike, again, Mike is not about the house. <laughs> he's about the action, and the action lies with Jamie Lee Curtis. Who was the only teenager in this movie? Like actual teenage actual actor? Actual teenage actor. Yeah. In this movie. And her total salary, a whopping $8,000 Oh for my this God. Movie. Are you serious? John Carpenter's salary was only $10,000 for this movie. Jeez. <laughs> and he wrote it, directed it, and did he the score. It. <laughs> yeah. God. He's about that action. <laughs> Holy shit. It's impressive that when I when I was doing a little bit of the research on it and then I rewatched the movie, it really made me appreciate the the details and the salt, the softness of the the scary or the horror. It's not one of those jump right at you and no, it's definitely it, like a, it earns the scare. Okay, yeah. See, you're so much better. <laughs> yeah, well, you, it just, just you're right. Anticipation build up, but the score is really good. It really assists with that. Uh, the camera work knows how to... It throws you off, too, the camera work. I do remember there's right? a scene where the camera follows Lori really closely as she goes across the room. Yep. And all she does is, like, hang her keys up or something. Yep. I'm like, damn it, I thought something was going to happen. I thought it was my... There's the same scene where Lori is walking home with her friend, and they give you the first-person view who they, you think is Mike walking ac- across the street. And it's just the cameraman essentially walking oh, across right. the street <laughs> and then zooms in on Lori and her friend who are having a conversation. And then maybe 15, 20 seconds later, Lori sees 
Mike ahead in the hedges. Yeah. That's I was waiting. I was like, Mike, why is Mike walking right in front of Lori? Why is he doing this? Mike, don't do this. How's Lori not seeing this huge ass dude with a white mask? Not but it was just the cameraman giving you that feeling and building up the anticipation oh, so and then just earn that scare like you said. So I wanted to go back to what you were saying. The original title was The Babysitter Killer. Yeah. I know that, I guess the synopsis of this movie would describe it as this killer goes and seeks out babysitters. Yep. But that never, am I crazy? That never clicked into my head that he was specifically going after babysitters. I thought he was just going after teens who were home. I don't know. Maybe I'm way off on that. But it definitely. It didn't. It didn't click for me until I watch, like rewatched a little bit of it a couple of days ago. I was like, "Damn, these babysitters kind of suck." <laughs> Lori and is then, the only good babysitter, exactly. But unfortunately, <laughs> she's Michael Myers' sister. Well, so that is, she? is only established in the original sequel. Oh. Um, so, if you're going... Okay. I mean, if you're using that timeline or that, I don't know, series okay. of sequels, then, yeah, she is uh, his sister. But I watched this one not thinking about that. Okay. I should have... Hmm. Damn. I probably should have done that. This whole time I was thinking, damn, he's going after... He's going after his uh, his sister this whole time. I guess I'm just basing it off because the new sequel, the one we're about to review. Yeah, she's not his sister in that, and they even like put that rumor to bed, like, or not that rumor, but that storyline to bed in a line of dialogue in that movie. Damn. Okay. Uh, we'll get back to it. Okay. But... Yeah. No. That's that's cool. Oh wow. Okay. So why was he going after? He just needed to fit. Okay. So he's just going after Lori because she's a babysitter. I think he just wants to kill innocents. Hmm. Like innocent people. But he doesn't. Does he? He doesn't kill any kids in the first one. He does kill a dog. He kills a dog and he eats a dog. What? They, Dr. Loomis and the sheriff arrive at the house where we were just talking about. Dr. Loomis says, I'm going to stay here and wait for him. Okay. When they first walk in, there's a dead dog and it's still warm. Dr. Loomis says he must have got hungry. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and then they like walk upstairs. They see the room. Is he saying hungry as in like feeding his need to kill people or just actually eating? Oh, I didn't think. Does Mike Myers need to eat? I don't know. He's just so obsessed with killing that he doesn't need like a Chick-fil-A sandwich. You would think if he walked that much <laughs> and exerted that much energy, he had pretty pretty high calorie intake. That's true. I don't know. How scary is his mask? It's it's fucking terrifying. It it's is so a, just so simple, but it just It's is a legend so scary. too. It's a legend within yeah. A complete Halloween. You could put yeah, on a like mechanic that, outfit and that. The <laughs> hockey mask with Jason. Boom. Scream. Yeah, the scream mask. Hockey mask, scream, Halloween. And I mean, those are your, I feel like those are your classics. But 
a small like thing. The mask is a cheap knockoff of William. Sorry, oh William me. Shatner. Yeah, it's supposed to yeah. be a William Shatner look-alike mask. Yeah, I actually uh, have heard that. What the fuck? That looks nothing like William Shatner. Well, so it's from Star Wars. It's like a Captain Kirk mask. Okay. Um, I listened to this podcast like two years ago called um, Halloween Unmasked. So it was a, oh, all cool. this uh, like background on the original movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Captain Kirk mask at this Halloween store that one of uh, somebody in production was going to look for. Okay. And they said it looked so stretched out and creepy, so they painted it white <laughs> and used it as the actual mask, and it worked. That Okay, that was the one thing I was uh, confused about, was because, why would they make William Shatner that white? <laughs> did, did it just bleach over time? Or Okay, so they spray-painted the actual... And how funny is it now that that is also a Halloween mask now. Oh, shit. You yeah, know what I that, mean? Oh, that's fucking creepy. Like, you probably can't get a Captain Kirk mask anymore, but now you just have what it, it turned into. It just turned into <laughs> an even more iconic mask. So, oh, so Carpenter and, and Hill, his girlfriend, originally called the film The Babysitter, or sorry, The Babysitter Murderers. Yeah, you mentioned that. So. Sorry, I was I was uh, confirming the, f- oh, oh, the f- actual name was the babysitter, and they wrote it in. Sorry, they wrote the movie in ten days, not a month. Oh, really? Yeah, they worked on this for for ten days. That's so <laughs> incredible. It's impressive to me how someone can do that. But the movie's just so simple; it does enough for itself. I don't understand how they were able to do that. Well, I mean. I feel like there's a lot of movies in this era that were like that. Like the next year in 1979, Alien comes out. Uh, okay. I've seen a lot of behind the uh, scenes stuff about That's that. Amazing. And too. Same thing. They had to use, they had to get creative with their props and things like that with uh, with their budget restraints. When was The Thing originally? So that is 1982, I think. That's also by John Carpenter. Okay. So. I was going to say this when Lori is babysitting uh, the kid in the house. He has the TV on. Yeah. And it says The Thing from Another Planet. That's the original The Thing. And John Carpenter made the remake. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Uh, That one is the original. Uh, It's like really old. Is it? Okay. Okay. I didn't know how. I didn't know if it was a couple years of when this movie was made, but no, it's, it's. older than that i want to say it could be like in the 50s that was definitely some foreshadowing but it's pretty cool because he didn't have i thought that too but he didn't have that deal like to direct that oh no i I think that was like a dream job of his though more so that the they were watching the thing and michael myers is coming after him for sure that's uh, that's what i meant with that it's interesting that he ended up doing yeah, I thought that remake. was so cool now, like knowing what we know now that he actually gets to direct that later. Holy crap, that's impressive. Did you have a favorite character? <laughs> I think it's Dr. Loomis for me. I hate you. He's so crazy, but I like him. I don't know why. Did you notice he parked in a handicap spot the first, like that first or second scene? I think it was the one where he pulled Did up he to really? the police station. Yeah. 
<laughs> he parks crooked every time. It's like one of the things I've noticed. Like, this guy cannot park. All right, so you like Dot. What was what was interesting about Doctor Loomis to you? I liked how logical he was being. He's like, "Yo, this is not a joke. We got to take care of it. He Let's did, just kill him. How yeah, about we just kill him?" Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I I like that. I just wish. I wish he had. Uh, not stayed at the house and really taken that. He didn't want to tell people about what was happening. Uh, see, to me, he just made Michael more scary for me because he, he was just giving all this information about how Michael was. Uh, it it just made me more fearful of Michael or what he was capable of. Real quick, when Mike or no, when Doctor Loomis and the Morgatory is that how you say that word? The guy that was at the uh, graveyard. Yeah. They show up. When you saw the hole that was dug, were you like, that's a small ass hole for a coffin. Yeah. At first, that's, I was, I was, I was thinking, man, he, did he dig up a baby coffin? I thought the girl he killed it. What he did is you remember he removed the headstone. Yeah. But at first, when you see the hole, at my in my head, I'm like, "What the well, hell?" Well, I thought that too. What so did it was the small ass body. But was the gravestone missing then? I didn't even really notice that. It was, yeah. That's where. It, so the gravestone later in the movie, when Mike has killed all, yeah, the when friends, Lori walks in and her yeah, friends at the bed, gravestone sitting on the bed. That that hole that was at the so that gravesite okay. from the I had to go look that up. I was oh, really confused. I just did not understand. At first, I was like, maybe he dug up the mask mm-hmm. from, you know, when he killed originally. Anyway, well, the mask is from the store that was broken into. Yes, I thought he was going to grab the clown mask though from the gravesite for some reason. I don't know why they were like <laughs> bury that. It's like, I started pondering things in my head. Did he just cut his? Uh, sister's head off and take that oh from God. the grip site. Anyways, it ended up being the gravestone. That got answered. Um, who was your favorite character? Michael. Really? I love. I love it, man. He's all about. <laughs> we've been saying he's all about that action. He wants all the smoke. Oh, that's so funny. He is he the scariest villain to you? Yes. Like of every any movie, for sure. He his strength is through the roof. He's definitely an Alabama linebacker. <laughs> Could you imagine one? Well, if he was a linebacker, different story. Could you imagine him being a NFL or a college running back? Nobody would be able to stop him. <laughs> well, and he's superhuman apparently. <laughs> yeah, shot, stabbed. And he doesn't need any food. Well, I'm sure he. How, does he poop or pee? Um, I don't know. <laughs> this is what makes him awesome. And he disappears so quickly. We talked about him he being the in the hedging. What the hell? He was standing in hedges. Lori sees him. And then he's just gone. Nowhere to be found. And then he's driving in the car down down the block. Yeah. It's like, this bitch, you know you just got in trouble <laughs> for doing parallel parking or something. You had to do some jaywalking. But my yeah, my favorite character is Mike. He's he's iconic. I forgot what podcast I was listening to at one point. They were talking about 
who would win in a basketball game? And it was like Mike Myers versus, and they gave an like an NBA player. What? And okay. the, the two podcasters like Mike Myers wins every time. Wait, he's gonna kill the opponent, yeah. and then he's just gonna score <laughs> eleven or whatever he needs. Yeah. <laughs> or he's just crazy athletic because you just see his super straight. So he's gonna <laughs> get you down in the post. Do two moves and he's a dunk on your <laughs> Seriously. He would be such a good athlete. And he doesn't have to say anything to be scary. Yeah, he does he talk at all in the movie? He just breathes. I was surprised to see his face when the first time I saw this movie. It's shown twice in it. You see it the first time briefly. You have to kind of slow it down. Uh, oh, even at the escapes. end, you have to kind of slow it down. But yeah, you see it a lot more at the end. He looks more normal than I was anticipating. <laughs> Same. I was thinking of, because I had just recently watched, was it Friday the 13th with Jason? Okay. And I saw his face. Like, Damn! That is one ugly motherfucker. You know, I think I've only seen, <laughs> not to get too far off track, but I You're think gonna... I've only seen Friday the 13th Part 3. Oh, wow. Yeah, you should probably check out the first two, or the I would say the better of them, from yeah. what I've just recently watched. But, you know, when they, showed, when they showed Mike's face, he was, again, that's what takes you, like, throws you for a loop. It's just a normal guy yeah, with so pure too. evil. Just He's pure, that's all he is. So he's just blank pure evil. Stare. Yeah. He wants, he wants nothing to do with anything other than the action. <laughs> like I know he keeps saying that. He did get fucked up by that clothes hanger, which was. She poked him in the eye. Yeah, I mean, straight up. Yeah, that's forgivable. But then he just <sighs> rose back up. Yeah, that was scary. God, you think the movie? It was just, yeah. just. The movie's ending, everybody's nerves are sort of dying down, you're catching your breath. Twice. Twice that and happens. I about peed myself the first time. I was like, finally, like... When he's behind it. the couch yeah. oh, and gets up? Fuck that. That was scary, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about after the uh, closet scene where he just... Yeah, yeah, that oh, one, too. man. That noise was me <laughs> doing the lift up. Uh, when up. he just sits yeah, up. Yeah, sits up, just for people listening, if y'all want to know. Uh, let's talk about Jamie Lee Curtis. How good was she in this for being, I guess it was, if not the first, one of her very first movies. It was, yeah. It was and her debut, supposedly. This kicked her that. off as the Scream Queen. Oh. She started being in every uh, horror movie around this era. Like, no It's shit. weird going back in seeing that now because sure. I know Jamie Lee Curtis as Friday the, Freaky Friday yeah like we've seen her forever right <laughs> yeah. so for us that seems weird that she was like pegged as this put this girl in your horror movie mm-hmm mm-hmm because she's the scream queen <laughs> that's I didn't know she was deemed scream scream queen after that I liked her in this it's interesting to me when I was watching it and her she has not aged. She does, yeah. She looks a lot like herself still. She looks so good. And, of course, credit to whatever, photo and stupid video stuff or even having money for... Either way, credit to her. She looks awesome in both movies throughout time. But even in this one, 
I could not stop thinking about the fact that she has not changed. She's probably a vampire. <laughs> her and Keanu Reeves. And she did a yeah, her and Keanu. <laughs> she did a great job acting too. Yeah, I thought she was really good. Um she played the she, perfect goody two shoes. Yes. She was so believable as that. Yes, modest. Which I guess she dressed modest for the time, from what I was again from a little uh, bit. Oh yeah, of you could kind of tell that. I feel like there wasn't as much crop top action, and then obviously when the sheriff's daughter is the pothead of the movie. What well, Lori does smoke some too, though. Yeah, she does. Yeah, so I would say you know she didn't really want it. She has study chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank God she didn't go back and get her chemistry book when they were walking from home That's that first right. time. He, she, he would have killed her because mm-hmm. he was around the block. Ooh, I just thought about that. <laughs> Sheesh. That's, I would never true, go back. Yeah. Hey, but I'm never going back and getting my books in high school. <laughs> <laughs> books? <laughs> What's a book? Hey, can I borrow a pencil, dog? How about a piece of paper? <laughs> uh, what was your favorite scene? This might be cheesy because I, I opened up with it. My favorite scene's the beginning. Really? I really like the beginning. I, I, I know I've seen it and I've rewatched it and rewatched it. Every time I like the beginning, it sets the tone with the, the music, the eeriness, mm-hmm. the silence. Your senses, your senses aren't getting a lot of overload as no. far as visually, but you're, you know, something's happening. And you're in anticipation for it. The movie definitely takes its time. I love it. It just I'm not used to movies that do that. And especially yeah. a horror movie. We've done this whole month of kind of spooky right. and do, it really is it's beautifully done. So the first I would say fifteen to twenty minutes of this movie are absolutely my favorite. I think it sets the tone for the rest of the movie. How about yourself? Uh, well, I really like when Lori uh, discovers her friends are killed. So she goes up into the mm. bedroom and her, her friend is splayed on the bed with the headstone. Yeah. And then she's just kind of freaking out, realizing what's going on. And for then sure. I think, does she not bump into... Closet and her yeah, like friend, the the like guys like down. swinging. Yep. And then, so my favorite part of that scene though, she backs mm. out into the hallway, and she's in the door frame, and she's like trying to figure out, trying to get her bearings, and then, just out of the dark appears this the face. Yep. Ugh. That is what I remember <laughs> the most from this movie. I have goosebumps right now. The I first time exactly. I saw it, I go, oh shit, he's right there. <laughs> because it does, um, this time I looked for it. Yeah. He doesn't appear right away. So I think he was in the room and he kind of steps to. You're, yeah, because you're, you're, you're in the moment with Lori and you're trying to catch your breath with her. Yeah. And I, I think I said it to you earlier, but. This movie's like a Where's Waldo book. I'm always <laughs> yeah. looking for Where's Mike. And in that scene, he doesn't come out at the time you think he should. No, and he doesn't like jump out either. No, really. it's really fucking creepy. They let you see him first. Remember the Strangers did that? 
than that's to be strangers. Ex- exactly. And I hated the strangers. So I, I don't even want to get into it with the strangers. But yes, that's well, anyway, perfect. So also about this house, though, that she's in, the upstairs is designed almost the exact same way as my sister-in-law's house. That place uh, that's in the middle in of nowhere. The farmhouse? Yeah. No. So Liz and I lived there for like two years. Stop. Before they moved to uh, down from uh, New York. Sean, am me I going to get scared? No, 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 no. I'm just saying okay. me and Liz wouldn't go up there if it was dark. We it, would only stay downstairs. One of the rooms has that little door that leads into a really weird yeah. place. Okay, yeah. Fuck that house. It's beautiful and I love it. Not being disrespectful to uh, the family that <laughs> lives there because it's beautiful. But that, yeah, keep, continue. Sorry. Their twins uh, stay in that room. Oh, there. God. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're ghost twins, too. And Oh, God. Anyway, I was uh, just admiring the house of this, and I'm like, holy shit, that is <laughs> exactly like that upstairs, and uh, there's good reason I didn't go up there when it was dark. Hell yeah! Liz had to get something once, and we had forgotten, and I would already left, and she called me. I was like, I have to go upstairs and get this thing! I'm like, I'll stay on the phone with you. Put me on speaker! <laughs> What's the worst is in those old houses... Um, you can't turn the lights on for upstairs downstairs, so you have to you have to go upstairs in the dark, turn on the light, go get what you're looking for. Yeah, turn the light off and then take off like Usain Bolt down. down. Oh my you're god, like you're fucking yeah. freaking out! You're like, All right, don't touch me, don't touch me. Nothing's gonna well, get me. <laughs> and so, for context, this house is uh, over a hundred years old. So yeah. a lot yeah. of the light switches are also not where. The, they should be. Like normal placement <laughs> of like, well, not normal, but like modern homes are set up. And then there's also three switches and like two of them don't do anything. You gotta so turn you're a, just like, you gotta turn the bathroom light on by kicking the floorboard. <laughs> Stupid shit like that. No, it's not, but I know what you mean. Yeah. So, and by the way, I stayed the night there like two days ago <laughs> upstairs. Oh my God. It's not bad when there's five other people in the house. Yeah, adult. <laughs> well, I, well, the kids will be like, come up to my room. Like, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> I got the Bible. <laughs> That's great. All around this movie was my favorite horror. I think, I think Mike Myers, especially after watching, I think what we're going to go into here in just a little bit. Yeah. The Halloween from 2018. This is definitely uh, goes above Freddy, the Jason, the Ring, or whatever. All those. Yeah. Just it, this one for me is there's just something about it. It's one of my favorites. I actually went and bought a shirt. Oh yeah, for yeah. It. Show me that. So I think uh, from now on I'm gonna make it a Halloween tradition that I will incorporate uh, this movie into my my film watching. Yeah, I think I might do the same. I need to get uh, better about my horror movies, so I'm glad we did this month. Me too, man. Because, I mean, like I've said before, I haven't really... Like, you just mentioned The Ring. I've never seen The Ring. I've only seen it once. I might I'm too scared to watch this shit. I'm getting better. I really am. I know. I'm getting better, too. Like, okay, this didn't scare me. I got scared in one scene. Okay. And it was when Loomis and uh, the sheriff were in Michael's old house. 
and there's like a cat or something that jumps and this piece of wood breaks the uh the window. Yep. I'll go, shit. That was, was like, Oh my god. <laughs> Every time I watch it, I know what's gonna happen. I get I jump. Oh, see, I think forgot. it's Mike. You think it's Mike breaking the window and they're coming to get him? Yeah, it's it, they do a good job with that. It's definitely not as as scary as uh the one from 2018, but just, you know, uh, recapping. Well, hold on before we recap, I do want to say, uh, just kind of building off my favorite scene. I do like how the movie overall, like how we were saying it takes its time. It has that opening scene that you were talking about. Michael takes everybody out, but then it really, nothing happens for a really long time. Michael's just kind of fucking with everybody. Yeah. He's showing up. Then disappearing, then just kind of scoping everybody out. I guess he's like casing the joint. I don't know, but <laughs> he's a hundred percent or creeper. He's a peeping tom. Yeah, but that whole sequence um, from when Michael takes out Lori's friends to her finding them, yeah, to then her running to the other house. So I think you were telling me uh, uh, before we came on about. Lori, the first house she she knocks on, yep. the porch lights come on. Porch lights come on, and you can supposedly see an arm or a human in the window open the curtain. I did. I didn't. Really? No. I, I, yeah, they I, see her, and they're like, nope. nope. And they <laughs> turn what the light the fu- back off. This is supposed, I feel like this neighborhood knows everyone. Right, you would think so. She's literally the next door neighbor. She's the baby. She seems like the but babysitter. Maybe it was just like, oh, it's one of those teenage girls. It's a prank. It's Halloween night. Right. Oh, and actually, man. do they are these their houses or are they mm. the kids' houses that they're babysitting for? I think they're the well. Because if they're I the couldn't. kids' houses, that would make a little more sense. Maybe Lori's at her house and the kid is there, but the I definitely know the one girl is at. Uh, Lori's friend who has yeah, to yeah. wash in her laundry out in the... Yeah, that's not her house. Simply not her house. Um, I don't know. Either way, yeah, he's Mike's just stalking everyone out, trying to figure out where everyone is. I definitely thought someone was going to answer the phone or uh, the door, though. I did, too, but um, then she gets to the original house that she was at, yep. and she fiddles with the keys, and I could feel my heart like racing. I'm like, oh my God, get them out of your pocket right now. <laughs> I fiddle with the keys when I got to take a piss sometimes getting in from a long drive. There's no way I'd be able to do it having a six foot five man with some dumb looking. And the camera doesn't let you see anything. So you don't know how close ah, he is. Yep. And uh, just that whole sequence, she comes in, they have that little scruff in the, uh, with with the couch, I guess. How does she take him out there? Does she actually stab him with his own knife? I think she does. Like in the ribs or something. She like cut cuts him or stab. Yeah, she definitely wounds him at that point. Right. So then she thinks he's dead. He rises up. But this is what I wanted to talk about. When she yes. goes to her room. Yep. She opens the balcony doors. To fake him out. Okay. I was wondering if that's what you thought as well. What do you think it was for, to push I, I, him off? Well, originally, I'm like, why did they do that? Just to set up the story. But then I'm like, but this time watching, I'm like, oh, she does. This is going to sound silly. I've thought of this scenario in my head for my parents' house. Okay. Uh, there's a room above the garage at my parents' house. Yep. That has a closet 
and it's uh, unfinished in the closet, and you can crawl through the roof to the closet in my old bedroom that's on the other part of the house. So, in my head, I've always thought, if someone comes in, I'll open the window as if to fake guy jumped out, and then just go in there and crawl to my bedroom and go out the rest of the house. Yeah. I mean, luckily, I've never had to do that, but... That's exactly what she was trying to do. Too bad. So she I thought that was get... pretty cool. It was smart. Was it though? Should she have just left? Should she just? <laughs> oh, I would have just hurdled that thing. But right. I think she was worried about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I just hurdled. Bye. Fuck. See ya. I don't think Mike's after the kids though. I mean, but he killed the dog. Like, what are his limits? I don't know. I don't think he would have done that, done the kids out like that. Maybe not. I would have hurdled that thing. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> right, though? I love that. <laughs> You're right. No, that was a smart move on her part. At first, I, when I watched it, I thought she was opening them and was like, nope, fuck that. I'm not jumping. And oh, went in it. And then I watched it. I was like, yeah, her reaction's way too quick. It was more of a... I'm going to set him up. and That's quick thinking. I like that. It, it was. It was good. And then she couldn't come up with anything better than to grab a glo- clothes hanger right hey, come there. Come on. Like, what else was she going to get? Grab the clothes hanger it before he even gets oh, to I you. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, what are you doing? You're just going to sit there? I mean, there? look, her move was the decoy that didn't work. I would have shit my hand and just. I like that he didn't even try. He didn't even fall for the decoy at all. No, he just was straight like, I know you're in the closet. He's about that action. (laughs) I've seen this move before. (laughs) I created this move, bitch. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I think that's all I have for this one. Um, Yeah. Me too. Uh, What did did you you rate it? I'm giving it an 8.5. Okay, I'm giving it a nine. It's a oh, classic nice. Halloween you, movie, yeah. obviously. Cool. Um, I think you're right. It's It's got to be a staple now. It is for me, 100%. IMDb has it as a 7.8. Um, and then Rotten Tomato, the credits have it at a 96, and the audience gives it an 89. It, again, it just goes off yeah. of what we're saying. It's, it's a good movie. It has a sequel that came out. That was, I don't know when, it was closer to when the first one came out. But this one from 2018 that we're about to discuss yeah. is, is supposedly the... the It's a new... The new it's sequel. like a reimagining. Yeah. Um. So it's a direct sequel to the original. Yep. So all of the... This might be like the 10th Halloween movie, but... So all the subsequent ones, except yeah. for the very first one, you just forget about. Because yeah. I think Rob Zombie uh, rebooted it. He rebooted. Yep. Um, and I think they gave him two movies. Mm-hmm. And in some of my research, I saw that there was actually going to be a third one. Really? But I don't think Rob Zombie was involved, but it was going to be in 3D. And then oh, nothing God. ever really happened. I think their rights lapsed. So... I think the rights went back to Miramax and then some people who wanted to do something with the Halloween series okay. went to Blumhouse. Oh. Do you remember Blumhouse? I think they did They do um, a few things that we I've watched. I think one of their first well, their big one was The Purge. Okay. But they also did Slither 
Remember that one with uh, Ethan Hawke? Yes. Um, and they they, they have a they, they just, basically um, turned into they Red, did Get Out as well. I Red think. Sparrow. Red Sparrow. Yeah, probably. They now they're Red like Sparrow. basically become the go to for uh, yep. low budget horror movies. Yep. Yep. Okay. I, I actually uh, previewed a little bit of if y'all hear a can clicking in the back. I apologize. I'm, I'm getting some seltzer water in me. I watched, I think it was Halloween 3, it came on. Season it, of the Witch? Is it AMC or no? What, what plays the old school old school movies during this it's time? It's either right? AMC or TMC. Okay, yeah, it was AMC. They were playing it. Mike Myers looks silly in those. His mask well, is wait, so goofy. Is it, was it Season of the Witch? I can't remember. Because Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, doesn't have Michael Myers at all. He's like not involved in the story at all. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't three then. It was it was one of something. I was I wasn't paying any attention, you know, to it. It just I laughed at it because his mask looked silly. He didn't even look that terrifying. Almost, when was it? Do you remember what it was? It Halloween H two O. Remember when sure. they when that came out? Is that back where in two thousand? Space? No, that's Jason. Oh Jesus! Um, this one, Halloween H two O. Uh, had Jamie Lee Curtis in it. I've actually seen the end of this. LL Cool J was in it. Oh, God. And I remember that Jamie Lee Curtis cuts off Michael's head with an axe at the end. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's done. It's the first time I've ever seen Michael get killed, by the way. She chopped his head off with an axe? Yeah, he gets, like, in this car accident and entangled in this tree. So he's just kind of hanging there, and she can... Do whatever get in she front wants of him, so. and he can't really move. Yeah, and she just whacks his head off with this axe. But then they came out with uh, Mike versus, or no, they didn't. Did they come out with Freddy versus Jason? Freddy what versus you're thinking? Yeah, <laughs> but they come out with a, uh, anything after that one? They I don't joint? think in that series. I think uh, after okay. that was the Rob Zombie sequels. Gotcha. Yeah, but I could be wrong. I don't uh, know. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Well, so Halloween 2018. Who? Who directed this? David Gordon Green. Okay. Yeah, so I have some background on him. Talk to me. He's uh he's guys with uh boys with uh Danny McBride. What so Danny McBride is a producer on this. And David Gordon Green directed Eastbound Down. Well, so Eastbound and Down and Vice Principals, David Gordon Green is involved in that shut the fuck up he's the director of both of those he also directed pineapple express and then i was looking some more at his imdb he directed two movies that we've seen uh prince avalanche and joe what the nick cage movie joe i had Joe's no idea awesome he did that. but then do you remember the prince avalanche movie that really small movie with uh paul rudd and they're like painting highway lines yeah, yes, yes, that is it's a just some small independent that is movie. a good movie. Okay, so apparently he directed that too. Holy shit, that's really cool. And uh, John Carpenter is also involved in the movie. I just, yeah, I had just seen that. Man, how impressive! So, yeah, uh, what did you think of this new sequel? <laughs> scary as hell i thought it was really good but that's also me not having seen any other halloween movie besides the original and the end of h2o 
Yeah, I thought it was really good for the sequel sequel. I hate that we had to wait 30 years to get it. 40 years, 40 essentially. Years. Shit, yeah. Well, I mean, we did get sequels, but yeah. 40 years one. to get something this good. Uh, again, the opening scene for me in this movie was really good. Refresh me. So, the opening scene mm-hmm. is phenomenal with the two podcasters that go inside of the mental institution. Yes. And again, you're getting, you're getting introduced to a over hyper therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Walking, walking. He's like the new Dr. Loomis. You even hear not to step on this. You even hear Dr. Loomis's voice before this saying that he recommends they kill Michael. They just, there's no saving this guy. Just fucking kill. But they're saving him. And they put him in an 8 by 8 box outside one hour out of the day. But what's so creepy about the opening scene to me, and again, it goes a lot back to the original we were just talking about. There's just this silence and build up to someone we know nothing about other than he's pure evil so these right. two podcasters are going into this courtyard full of psychiatric patients and the therapist lets the two podcasters or, or interviewers and the gentlemen walk up to Mike Myers yeah they just say don't enter or go the, past the go tape, past right? the tape. He, and, I, and in my head when I get told something like that <clears throat> Maybe I get up to the tape at a museum, (laughs) uh, at a sports game, not Mike Myers. I'm staying a foot back from the fucking tape. I'm not entering the building. I mean, I might go into the building, but (laughs) I'm not getting close to the tape. And then I'm not damn sure ain't pulling out his mask. Yeah, what was he? So he obviously wanted him to... Give a reaction. Yes. But no one, he didn't give a reaction. Mike didn't. Every other freaking patient in the courtyard started going nuts. Yep. I have goosebumps and (laughs) the hairs on the back of my neck are standing out right now. That entire scene was so freaky to me. It was incredible. And then the Halloween title pops up and I was like, okay, I think uh, think we're in good hands now. They definitely set it up for that. And I didn't expect them to shoot you with the Halloween title right there. I, I didn't. I didn't expect that little break of whatever that was. Did you think he was gonna get Michael to react? Yeah, I was waiting for him to like snap. I thought, so, and then that's why that title sequence is good because I'm like, whoa, shit. <laughs> what I originally thought is, okay, he's he's gonna he got too close. Hey, all right, he he put his toes right on the fucking line. He's going to pull the mask out. And Mike is going to be that big-ass dog from Sandlot and break break the the chain and just completely, like, eat this dude's face off and go reckless on everyone in that place. And then, like you just said, boom, this is Halloween. Yeah, it's perfect. Do a good job with that. It's perfect. It gets your blood boiling, and then it doesn't. It just teases you. It's it's a it's a darker feel though. 
than the opening scene from the original. And you think I it's a darker feel? It it gave me a darker feeling. Interesting. I don't know what what about it. Maybe they were in a psych ward, and you you hear all these like, or just the fact that he has to me this the deadness is. You don't. That's see That's the his freakiest face. part about Michael. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't speak. I think even the therapist in the new movie says, "Oh yeah, he would never, never speak to him. Never, never spoken to me." He's he, all he's done is looked at Loomis's work. He's obsessed over Loomis's work. He wants to know what's inner brains of Michael. What's going on? Who yeah. wants to know what's happening with that guy? A crazy Why? academic like that? Because he's never seen anything like it. I mean, I could get the appeal. It's not something I would be interested in, but. I guess you're just keeping, although not to the level of this guy. To step on later in the movie, yeah, I don't think I liked that twist, but I get why they did it. I didn't either, and we we'll definitely get into that. Can you refer? How does Mike get out of the psych ward? He's being transported. That's what right? I okay. I was gonna mention that. I would have liked to have known what happened on that ride. Yeah, is it better that we don't know? Because I like that about the first movie. I like that this there's this chaotic scene where Doctor Loomis pulls up to the psych ward in the original. Yes, and Michael kind of just somehow commandeers the vehicle (laughs) and leaves them in the dust. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I guess they didn't explain why the psych ward had no power in the first one, so maybe that's kind of same thing. The same here, sure. yeah, I don't I didn't know. know what happened with that, but that was the first time that I saw Michael kill a kid. Does he kill a kid? Oh, he snaps that kid's nets. Remember the right. kid and dad pull up to the wrecked psych uh, bus. Dad gets out. Kid's like, what the hell's going on? Where's my dad out now? Yeah. Goes and sees the cop. Cops like, get the hell out of here. Kid gets back in the truck. And Mike Michael's snaps in the his neck. First time, I and totally I went, forgot about Whoa, that. Mike just killed a kid. So now, going back to me saying, would Mike have killed mm. those kids in the house? I definitely think he would have. But I couldn't say that at the time because I wanted us to talk about. That's true. Yeah, the you're movie right. Now, so now I think Mike is is definitely what you're just saying. He just he's on a mission to 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 kill people. Mm. But my con- my concern also in that theory is, did he just need? vehicle and the kid well, come on though vehicles. he could have just thrown the kid out. exactly you're right okay yeah you're right he could have played thumb more with the kid could play rock <laughs> paper scissors maybe a little pokemon game he could have discussed it over a coca-cola and maybe a biscuit but instead he wrapped him big burly hands around that kid's neck and he snapped it pretty dark <laughs> again it's a lot darker than the first one but you know i like how they use Lori in this. How this is tormented her for the last forty years. It's ruined her life, her so daughter's life, and her granddaughter's life so to glad a certain you're bringing this point. Up. Yeah, I love that. I, I mean, I don't love the the and the, the disparity of that, but I just dick. the dad like I've heard the story before, but he doesn't get it until it's too it. late. Yeah, yeah. Well, why does no one believe? Because they're just tired of hearing it. They're like, we get it. She killed, or uh, her friends got killed. By a psychopath. 
Right, but they don't think it's likely for him to escape. Okay. I mean, yeah. So okay. it's like, well, what okay. are you preparing for? It's been 40 years. Yeah. Like, let's come on, let's move on. Sure. But I guess they didn't, and that's credit to, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's characters. They don't. They don't know the trauma that she went through. They didn't see the cold bloodedness in this guy's eyes, the the unwillingness not to give up. Exactly, and, and she's they... tried to obviously teach. As we learn in this movie, uh, she's tried to teach her daughter that Jamie Lee Curtis is yeah. trying to, to pass along. Yeah, be ready for that action. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> um, it's coming. But it's kind of a note to what you said. Uh, Glory's granddaughter has a scene where, with her two friends, where uh, the boyfriend of her one friend is saying, talking about Lori, okay, and saying how you know she should get over it. Her friends just died and all that. Saying kind of what you're saying, yeah. They don't even realize how it was in that to be situation. in her position exactly because the whole kind of feel is, Ugh. all right, we get it. She went through this thing. If your mom were like that, how do you think you would respond? That's too hard to say because... Would you be understanding? Would you cut or cut them off from your kid? I mean, I can't even say that I would be the same person if my mom were like that always. It would be really tough to deal with. Probably, yeah. I mean, I would probably resent my mother like the yeah. the character in this movie. Sure. Did Jamie Lee Curtis spend her entire life savings building like all of this? Like how does she get her money? Does it is it said does she work? I can't remember. I I don't, don't think know. so. <laughs> I, I mean actually she don't think... doesn't seem like she goes it's... out, but how does she Well, I mean she is out. She does things. She went to the dinner. Yeah. Um, but I think Acted it's just like a crazy person. Well, yeah, that was a little much. That was oh, a lot. That, yeah, she a little too much in that scene. But you think so? He, yeah, definitely need to uh, read your audience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. for the occasion, <laughs> sometimes you just got to drop. Can't uh, do this in Applebee's right now. Yeah, you know exactly. Uh, perf- maybe a good example is right now with the political environment. Uh, gives a fuck what your party is. If you show up at like a graduation or a celebration and, uh, you know, fucking leave it at the house. <laughs> Just come there to enjoy it. So that's right. that's why I think it was maybe, maybe a little too much for me. Did you have uh, a favorite scene that you thought was maybe like scariest or just overall your favorite scene? Um not the scariest, but I thought the kind of a cool one in an update. Yeah. Uh, was being in that backyard um with the motion sensor lights kept coming on and off. That was the scariest part for me. That was the scariest to you? I was terrified for that kid. That poor that, kid, man. Oh my god. Oh, he's he got friend zone. He tried to make his move inappropriately, got shut down. He and was then drunk. just gets killed. He's laying, sitting in his neighbor's yard. Oh my god, that whole scene with the flashing lights and Mike just keeps getting closer and closer to the kid until the kid realizes, oh shit, right? I'm exactly. out of here. 
And and not only what's creepy about that with the lights and kind of the nonchalant of the kid, because you know he feels like he's in a comfortable area, not realizing that hey, guess what? You're about to get fucked exactly. up. Um, about three hundred, a hundred yards away is the girl that friends own a Mike, Jamie Lee Curtis's yeah uh, granddaughter, and she hear she's hearing her friend scream, and then all of a sudden it's just silence. But she thinks he's fucking around. Yeah. She thinks he's just joking around because she just friend zoned him. She walks back and his entire through his throat to through his head or whatever. Mike he gets has, impaled, right? By yeah, the Mike has put his head impaled through the fence. And then Mike's just sitting there like, hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Can I get a cheeseburger? <laughs> Never mind, I don't eat. <laughs> that that movie that that scene, sorry, not movie. That scene was the scariest. Not my favorite, but uh, scariest for me was was with the flashing lights. I didn't like that. <laughs> Freaking out. So, is that your favorite scene as well? No, no, no. Favorite scene for me is uh, probably the maybe the last fifteen minutes. I like how they trapped Mike. Because mm, for that me, was cool. For me, they're going into the basement. Jamie Lee Curtis, the daughter and grand granddaughter, they're like going downstairs, one way in, one way out. And in my head, this is the dumbest situation. Like th- they're just going to. Yeah, he's gonna find that remote thing. Yes, right? and he's gonna get down there, and then you're stuck in a basement with only one way out. But the way they flip it. Is that it's not a a cage for for them? Is this trap? Yeah, yeah. I love that because I was really pissed, mad, <laughs> like, legit Were you mad, mad when the the daughter of Lori yes. did her little act. Yeah, she acted like she was. Just, I can't do him. it. I can't do it. And mommy, then it was just to bait him. Mommy, come shoot him! I can't take care of him. I'm like, if you don't pull this damn gun. <laughs> Or pull this trigger. Like seriously, you've been trained your whole life. Watching horror movies with you, that is your biggest pet peeve. Shoot the fucking gun already. I mean, seriously, you don't, why do you gotta have a monologue? Why do you gotta say something? What is the fucking point? Pull the trigger, let it go. He's tortured you for an hour and twenty minutes of your life. Or for me, this movie has been an hour and twenty minutes. Just don't understand it. Put a bullet in his head. So she shoots him though, and it's like an arm shot or a shoulder shot. Then Jamie Lee Curtis comes out. Or no, nowhere. does I thought it hit him in the neck. Oh, does it hit him? Okay. But of course, never a dead on hit. It's yeah. Like, God okay. It. <laughs> it was like a. I don't know. I don't know how she missed. And then Jamie Lee Curtis comes out of nowhere and drops him down. They get out. I guess that's where the. Do you think that they thought out that part? Well enough though. No, not at all. I don't think he's Jamie gonna Lee fall could... and then just run out there really quick, run out of there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how like that. There should have been a, like a a secret escape route off to the side to where that one they got him in there. Whoever was the bait sure. got away. I don't understand. I like the gas throughout the house and mm. like lighting them on fire in that sense. I got a better way. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, she had all this guns and shit and uh, all this other stuff. Why not just make a couple of bombs for the dude? 
<laughs> Why do you need to just set a house on fire? Just blow that bitch up. Get some grenades, make one, make a pipe bomb, or get 15,000 gallons of gasoline ready and just dump it on his ass while you set the house on fire. I'm just saying I would have went through extra precautions. Yeah, so we don't see Michael die. I know, and you always say, <laughs> and I've learned this over the last 10 years. And it's I mean, spoiler alert, me. there's going to be a sequel, too, actually. God. I didn't know this. I knew there was going to be a sequel coming what? out next year. Okay. Called, um... Who's directing it? I think same people. Same I know people. Damon okay. Bride's involved, so I'm assuming David Gordon that, Green's directing it. That's again. so impressive to me that he's involved in this, because you just look at him and you think... Well, I just want to say... If Tropic Thunder is to be believed, that him and Jamie Lee Curtis are working together after he almost blinded her on Freaky Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to see Jamie uh, forgive him on that. Well, and then, not trying to change topics, but he did, uh, Danny McBride did do uh, a sort of weird horror slash comedy called Arizona. Oh yeah. He's yeah. a little a little bit of a killer himself. So it, it makes sense. What's the what's the Okay, so the sequel follow-up? coming out next year yeah. is called Halloween Kills. Okay. And then I didn't know till today there's going there they plan on a third one called Halloween Ends. So Okay. Uh the next one, Halloween Kills is supposed to be released October fifteenth, two thousand twenty one. Awesome. And Halloween okay. ends October fourteenth, two thousand twenty two. So okay. good. That's as of right now with COVID. I don't know sure. how those dates are going to line up, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I'll definitely check those out after seeing this. Hundred percent. Did you have a a favorite character in this movie? The young kid Julian, the one who got killed. The, the no, the guy. kid who's getting babysat. Oh, the shit talking kid. Yeah, <laughs> I love that kid. And I'm out of He this gets bitch. the fuck out of there and never returns because he's the only smart person in this whole movie. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> I'm with you 100%. I was going to say him. Uh, I'm keeping it consistent for me. Mine's Mike. But yeah, the, <laughs> with that kid, he, he brought he brought the, the, the humor, the like little pops of humor. I that liked you the back and forth between him and his babysitter. Early on in the... Yeah, because (laughs) you only see that back and forth with Lori in the first one. You do with the other one, but she's kind of... Her and her kid that she's babysitting have like a disdain for each other. Yeah, they don't have a relationship. Right. Where this one, (laughs) they they actually like each other. So that death, when the babysitter gets killed, they actually hold some weight. Yeah, it does, <laughs> but still, I know what you and mean. And that He's scene like, lingers for so long in the yeah. bedroom. It Really well done. Th- that sort of like banter and that kid just jokingly reminds me of uh, the same relationship between Stifler and the one kid from uh, role, role Models. <laughs> yes, it's sort Ronnie. Of just like, yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie shit talking Ronnie. Uh, I love that. Mine's Mike. Just consistent. I love everything about this movie. So, I really like how they show Mike in action. There's that scene where he's on the street, 
and he just goes in and out of, I think, like two houses in a row. It's almost like a one-shot. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, okay, we're watching this guy work right now because we didn't really see this. That's where he grabs the, very, the hammer the original. on the old lady and busts her head in and takes That's the right. knife. Okay, yeah, they don't show that part, but they do Holy show her. Holy crap. Yeah, afterwards. Oh, real quick, another scary scene is when Mike enters the bathroom with the podcast lady mm. who's using the bath, and he drops the teeth of oh, the mechanic so over the, the stall. What the hell? I would have shit myself right there. I probably... That's where you do it, though. Well, no, see, I would have <laughs> done... I don't know what I would have done. I know one thing. I wouldn't have just cried and screamed but for help. But what do you do? That guy, he's two times her size. I don't know. You got to fucking fight, dude. I did like how she tried to get out from, like, underneath the Yeah, she the did stalls. it way too slow, though. Like, I mean, on. what have, are you going to do? Do you know how hard of, it would be to crawl like that? Have a sense of urgency. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> I'm just saying, have a sense of urgency. That was a scary She was part fucked. I don't know what I would have done either. And Michael likes beating the fuck out of people's heads. He just likes grabbing people and just slamming their heads on things. He's Can done I it to several people. The guy podcaster in that yeah. same scene. Yeah. He goes through that shop, sees two dead bodies. Sure. Well, we check out the bathroom with no... uh. Only one exit and entry. He's got to go check his friend out. I mean, sure, but like, do you think that he wanted to find Michael or whatever the fuck was going on? No, I think he wanted to find her to get, be like, hey, we got to get the hell out of here. Okay. He just, just seemed too cocky to me. How does Mike walk so qu quietly? Okay, I wanted to talk about this. Okay. I actually saw... <laughs> Good, I'm glad I brought this up. So... David Gordon Green, the director, yeah. he said that he had this vision for Michael's mannerisms. Uh, it was kind of a mix of the original um, that Nick Castle did. So Nick Castle, the oh. guy who played Michael Myers in the original, he is actually in this one. Um, he has a smaller role. Really? He's still Michael Myers. Yeah, like, yeah. He's the guy in the courtyard, I believe. Okay. But... As far as like being in the mask and everything, I don't think he played that big of a role. It was a, a stunt. Uh, I got you. Yeah, hold on. Stunt man. It was a stunt man. Uh, James Jude Courtney. Yeah. So, David Gordon Green talked to uh, Courtney about yeah how he wanted the Michael Myers to play. So he wanted original of Nick Castle from the original movie, but also okay, kind of like a cat. And he says, David Gordon Green says, I think cats are the most perfect hunting machines on the planet. And the beauty of it is we don't judge a cat for what a cat does. So I sort of carry that movement and the non-judgmental approach to the way I moved as the shape, oh which I learned God. from my cat. So that, uh, sorry, that was Courtney saying that. And the shape is actually what Michael Myers is called, called or credited yeah. as. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also <clears throat> Nick Castle played in the original John Carpenter that we just discussed, but yep. he never played another one after that with any of the sequels. No, he didn't. So he came back for this? Yeah, only him and Jamie Lee That's Curtis. That's dope. So. Great. Shout out to, to them to be able to pull that all together. 
I don't know who is the glue for that. Well, I think that was important to David Gordon Green and Danny McBride was to give he, uh, was it okay some nods to the yeah. original, but also the others because okay. Uh, I think we brought this up earlier about Lori being, whether or not she was the sister of Michael Myers, there's a scene where her granddaughter is talking to her friends on the way to school. Okay. And they ask her, uh, isn't he her sister or something like that? And she, and the granddaughter says, no, that's just some rumors people made up. But they're acknowledging the sequels while also telling you that this is a different thing going on. Oh, wow. There's some other... (laughs) things that that's really cool so they were essentially saying in the movie but also in real life right fuck that's genius yeah it's perfect you gotta like that to see those are small things that you pick up in movies that you just you put in the back of your head and, okay i like well, that it's movie. it it it's like an appreciation for the people 100%. who like those original movies yeah yeah um but so in the child's bedroom uh julian yeah there is a rotating lamp, and yes. it has features of a clown with a knife, which is an ode to the very opening scene of the original. Because Michael, the kid, has a I didn't even notice that. Mask I know, on. I know the lamp that was spinning. Because those are creepy to me. Yeah, any lamp that's spinning and creating designs is quite creepy. I don't know. I don't know. Just never wanted one. I hundred percent agree. I don't like <laughs> music boxes either. Hell no. That's what this the the music from this movie and series sounds like. It sounds like a creepy ass music box. It's Ugh. perfect. <laughs> uh, so there. Uh, I noticed that. Is it Lori is fighting with Michael? In the house, and she goes off of the roof, right? Yes. He throws her out of the window or whatever? Yep, after the scuffle in the mannequin room. Did you notice how they did kind of the same thing from the original? Yes. Lori's laying on the ground, then she's gone. They The same thing with Michael at the end of the first one. I thought that yes. was pretty cool, too. Yes, I did. But I they like flipped that it like well. that. I did pick up on that. I did pick up on that. Um, let's see. I have some other research. Um, apparently John Carpenter was not really pleased with the way Rob Zombie did his two movies. He didn't like how... Really? He didn't like the reimagining and added backstory of murderer Michael Myers. Okay. He said that he, uh, Carpenter said he wanted to take it back to his more mysterious roots. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I haven't seen the Rob Zombie movies. I haven't either. So I guess they delve more into his past, whereas okay. John Carpenter's like, it's like no, I don't, don't want to know. That's about a that. part of that's a part of his uh, mystique is not necessarily having any origin to him. Yeah, and so like John that. Carpenter described him as a force of nature. Yeah, he's supposed to be almost supernatural, which is what I feel watching the original 100%. and this one. I do. I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. He does. He feels like he's he should be a part of Marvel or the Avengers. <laughs> He'd yeah. be perfect. Uh, so uh, apparently John Carpenter has complained about several sequels in the past. Yeah. But has sworn he'll never come back. But when Blumhouse got the the rights to the movie and okay. we're moving ahead with a sequel, Jason Blum, the founder of Blumhouse Productions, yeah. he had uh 
gotten in contact with Carpenter because everybody in the movie that was involved wanted his he they wanted him involved one but they wanted his yeah, approval right not because yeah. they wanted to do it right he's the king so apparently it was a little contentious to get John Carpenter on board and uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jason Blum says uh, he had a 15 minute meeting with John. He said, I pitched my heart out, and he seemed unimpressed. At the very last minute, I said, look, John, they're going to do the sequel no matter what, and if you are out, I'm out. Why not this time? Instead of grouching from the sidelines, join me, and we'll try and make it great. He scowled <laughs> and said, I'm in. <laughs> Is, what, like, has John Carpenter done anything recently? I feel like you're putting me on the spot. Oh, my bad. But, okay, I don't uh, want to do that. I don't, I don't know. Okay, uh, I don't want to do, do that. Do you have IMDb up? Because, yeah, um, I can do that. I'll pull it up with, but I don't want to put you on the spot. So but I will me... say another note about John Carpenter. So he was an executive producer on this, but he also uh, did the score with his son, which was pretty cool. Oh, for. So they, went at the, okay. they did the score for this one as well. Okay. Nice. Which I thought was really cool because uh, they kind of did the Creed thing. Did you notice that where they took hints of the original score but made it their own? Oh. I mean, I know it's John Carpenter still doing it. Okay. I thought yeah. that was pretty interesting. Just real quick on the John Carpenter thing. He's done a few TV series uh, over the last couple of What's his last whatever. movie that he directed? Halloween. A writer, I guess. Halloween performer... John Carpenter. Sorry, I'm looking over here real quick at what it is. I'll look him up. Yeah, do that. It looks like he had some um, work with Stranger Things. Interesting. That T- would make sense. To writer, me. writer, episode one. Oh wow! Yeah, that's really cool. So he did the Ward, which I had never seen, but I know that looks familiar. He's done three episodes for Yu-Gi-Oh. What the hell? So Sorry. <laughs> he has a lot in the 80s, though. So there's this movie called They Live. Have you ever seen this before? No. John, this movie is batshit crazy. They Live. Okay. It has Roddy Rowdy Piper. Do you know who that is? The, <laughs> the old wrestler? He's the main character in this movie. Yes. It's from uh, 1988. Okay, yeah, the, the old wrestler. He okay. finds these sunglasses, and when he puts them on, it exposes, I guess, aliens. You can see, like, their oh, form. Oh, yes. I know. Okay, sorry. I just seen the, the trailer. This uh, movie yes. is awesome. Okay. So I, I went to a double feature uh, two years ago in Durham Okay. with a friend from work. Mm-hmm. We saw John Carpenter's The Thing okay. followed by They Live. In a movie theater. Was it they awesome? Even, it was awesome. We should do And that, they so. even played uh, previews from the year that those movies came out, like oh. before it. It was pretty oh, awesome. So like you. Halloween 3, that. Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, that preview played. Because I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this movie? Because it doesn't have Michael at all. That's nuts. But what is was, in the third one? Not that we were going to dive into it, but is it just witches? I think that's weird. Okay. I don't really know. But um Okay. Yeah, so John Carpenter did They Live, um The Thing, Escape from New York. That one's really good. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that with Kurt Russell. Maybe. Um but yeah, he was uh really big in the eighties. He hasn't done as much okay. uh, since, but definitely a legend. 
Yeah, I would. I in the horror, he goes down with my man who did uh, Nightmare on Elm. What uh, Wes? Wes Craven. Craven. And yeah, he did. Didn't Wes Craven did Scream? Right. He we did. just did that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> Classics. Um, I will say the. This Halloween movie is the highest grossing in this opening weekend of any Halloween movie series. Really? Or any movie in the series Halloween. It, it should. It's really that good. Yeah, and it uh, it made $76.2 million in its uh, first weekend domestically. Damn. I think that was $70 million's the total that the original made. Oh, really? Like total? total. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was so low budget, though. Yeah. Very low budget. Man. That's impressive. Now, did you do you want to get into ratings? Or do you have a few more Easter eggs for me? I think that's it for as far as the research. But awesome. uh, yeah, we can get into um some ratings. Uh all right. What did you rate it? I actually gave it a seven point five. Yeah, see I think we're about the same. I Are got you? an eight. Yeah. So it's not as good it's not as good as the original, but it's Good enough that I believe it is the sequel to it. How'd you like I'm the granddaughter? It. She was fine. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't mind seeing her in the sequels. I could use exact. Okay, that, I was gonna say I could use more of her. I don't know if I got enough of the like her personality. I think she's tough, like Jamie Lee mm-hmm. Curtis. But you're not given that. You're not given enough of that. Sure, but I mean, you could say the same about Jamie a little bit in the original. Exactly. Is okay. That, good point. So maybe. Ugh. I don't know. Well, I'm and... interested in the sequels. I really uh, am looking forward to them. But we had brought up the scene before with, uh, what is it? What is the doctor's name? His, the psychiatric doctor, For... kind of going crazy and. Oh yeah. Killing oh, the uh, the sheriff. Give or, me a second. Is it the sheriff up. or the deputy? Whatever. Yeah, uh, Dr. Sartain? S- yeah. Sarden? So he kills... The cop. The cop. <laughs> because he thinks that Michael's dead. Yeah. Which he takes his mask off, too, and puts it on, which that was freaky <laughs> as hell, when he just pops up and he's like, Bleh. Well, I thought it was Michael that had put on his clothes. Oh. I was like, no! <laughs> Why'd he do this? Anyways, it was him being an idiot putting on Michael's <laughs> I don't like that turn, yeah, but either. I do respect it because I think they they give you the same character as Dr. Loomis, right? But they don't want to do the same thing. But, but why is he killing the sheriff and making everything bad? I don't know. So I don't know what he get he gains from that. It just literally came out of nowhere. But he just wants to see Michael kill this girl. He which wants to see it work. I do kind of like that scene. It is really tense when she's just in the back with Michael. Because I was like, holy shit, is he really putting him in this does, car with her? Does Michael just rub off on people and make them more and more evil? The like more time they spend with them, they become aggressively delusional. <laughs> It's like the ring in Lord of the Rings. It's like you have access to Mm. it and it freaks you out or it makes you a little weird. Nah. I don't think so. I think it really is just this guy, but I... I would agree. I was just throwing something out there. Yeah, I don't know. But that that scene in that back seat is pretty tense. It really is. Because I'm like, holy shit. 
what the fuck's gonna happen? Like, how is You're she going to get out of this? Right with Mike, and you expect her to live, but you yeah. don't know how she's going to get out of this. You have no clue. But do you think that Michael didn't like the easiness of the kill, so he killed the doctor instead? I think he wanted Jamie Lee Curtis over the daughter at that point. And maybe the doctor, oh, and the doctor was going to take him there. So I think he, yeah, Mike was being strategic. He's going to get an easy Right, drive. but he had the easy kill in the back seat. That's what I'm wondering he if maybe want, he was. Jamie first, though. You think so? Yeah. But, she, but he still kills, he stomps on the doctor's head. That was pretty gruesome. Yeah, that doctor's weird. I, was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, that was our ratings and everything. But um, Yeah, IMDb has it at a 6.5. And then Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 79% with the critics and 70% with the audience. Not that as good. seems as low the, to me. I do is. remember when this came out. Um, because I remember hearing that Danny McBride was going to be involved with a Halloween movie. That's so wild. Uh, yeah, but is it? Because look at, um, the guy who made, is it Anchorman? He did the big short. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it's Anchorman. Anyway, um, so I think more guys in comedy are starting to do more serious work. They should. Which I really like. Branch out. Diversify diversify (laughs) your portfolio. (laughs) Uh, So did you um, you have anything else for Halloween from 2018? Yeah, real quick. Will Patton, the officer, Officer Hawkins, is he the dad from Remember the Titans? The other coach. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is that son of a bitch. Okay, (laughs) no, that's it for me. Uh, All around, these two are going in for definitely classics. I look forward to watching them every year, and I can't wait to have that sequel come out. So I'll have a third to add to it next year. Well, and then a potential fourth. So that'd be great. We can do a podcast for those. Oh yeah, we could. Um. So, yeah, so this is a staple for you as well? Yeah, I'm keeping it in the Halloween staple with the Hocus, Hocus Pocus group. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I I really was looking forward to seeing this because it, I really haven't been meaning to watch it since it's come out. But yeah. um, I'm glad we got around to it because... Same. Uh, I don't know if it'll be every year, but uh, this won't be the last time I'll see it. Oh, so. for sure. But yeah, uh, if that is it. That's it, now. Well, it can't be it because you need to turn your porch lights off. Off. Oh, wait. Keep them on. Got to keep them on because Mike Myers might be coming. Ugh. Ugh. Don't keep your peepers closed. Nope. Some goods, baby, leave.